Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The best of the Joe Show Friday edition. Know what you're thinking? Wait, what? Huh? Oh, yeah. It is Friday. That's why I said it. I want to keep you in the know on what day it is. And I also want to play back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. And if you can't tell, I'm excited it's the weekend. It's okay to be excited that it's the weekend. It's okay to be excited that it's Friday. You don't have to be all doom and gloom. In fact, I'm going to live it up this weekend. Social distancing, of course, but live it up nonetheless. So why don't you follow the journey on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio. And since it's okay to have some fun, that's what we're going to do on the way the Joe Rose Show talking with the U's Athletic Director Blake James, the Dan Lebetard Show. They're doing some quote-unquote nice sports radio. Then Hawk and Crowder joined by Jay Fig. This is what we do with Jay Fig. We give her a classic movie that pretty much everyone's seen and knows about she's never heard about. She goes and watches it, then gives us a review. Now, you think, oh, I know this movie. I've seen it a million times. I understand it 100%. After you hear her review, you're going to be like, huh? What? Do I need to go rewatch that movie? Did she like it? Did she not like it? Huh? What? That's must-listen-to radio, even though it's going to question you in your life, in your movies, in everything. No question, though, these headlines need to be read because I need to inform you, kind of like I informed you, that today is Friday. Oh, yeah. Myers Leonard has issued an update on his ankle, Leonard says. He hurt the hell out of himself, but swelling is going down daily, and he plans to play for the Heat if the team resumes play and makes the playoffs. The Miami Marlins are starting a relief fund to support South Floridians impacted by coronavirus. The MLB season remains suspended indefinitely. Tom Brady will rent Marlins owner Derek Jeter's mansion in Tampa this upcoming season. Zillow estimates rent for a place like Jeter's would be around $44,000 a month. CollegeFootballNews.com is predicting that the 2020 Canes football team will be a New Year's Six Bowl team. The projection has Miami playing Boise State in the Orange Bowl. Inter-Miami CF has announced a multi-year TV deal with CBS4 and MyTV33. More details will be released when the MLS season resumes. And now, we take a step into the day spa. (sighs) Police in India have taken to wearing coronavirus costumes that look like COVID-19 strands to raise awareness for the disease. Okay, shouldn't you already be aware of the pandemic? If not, a simple germ mask will suffice. A 61-year-old churchgoer in England found what she thought was a wine glass decanter, but through research found out it was a stopper of sorts, but not of wine. It was a butt plug. Wonder what she'll do with it. A man has gone online and posted his newest creation, a lasagna sandwich. Yes, two pieces of bread with lasagna in the middle. Eh, it's not a minus sandwich, but I'd eat it. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. 
Today's forecast, cloudy with temperatures in the high 70s. Got to get up. Got to get moving in the mornings. Oh, wait. Maybe you don't. Okay. Well, if you're one of those people that has to get up and get moving in the mornings, you got to listen to the Joe Rose Show, 6 to 10, weekday mornings. If you're now one of those people that says, I get up when I get up, I go to bed when I go to bed, I shave when I shave, I bathe, well, hopefully bathe every day, especially nowadays. Nonetheless, you can always hear some of the best that Joe Rose in the Morning has to offer right here. And here is some of it right now. Talking to the U's, AD, better known as Athletic Director, Blake James. What are they talking about? Well, how Blake James has been busier than usual. Also, the NCAA timetable for sports and adjusting to eligibility issues. Will we have college football? Spring sports scholarships, cancellations, kind of gives us a wrap-up on all that. Plus, March Madness. It was a big money hit, but how important is football? We're all sitting at home. I'm guessing, uh, are, are you home these days yourself? For the most part. Uh, I've had to go in a, a few times uh, during the week. You know, just uh, it seems a little odd to say, but uh, been busier than uh, maybe typically would be at this time of year, just given everything going on and uh, going through the uh, the new normal. But uh, primarily try to stay at home and uh, just make a few trips into the office periodically as needed. Right. Hey, Blake, uh, I tell you, things are, are crazy, and we wanted to get into some of it and what you're dealing with, if you don't mind, with uh, the change in college sports and uh, spring eligibility another year and do we have any idea how it's going to work out or is it something the NCAA is still still working out to know that you got a, a new recruiting class that'll be coming in and and yet uh, a lot of the the, the men and women's sports will, will be allowed to come back for another year yeah the NCAA with the with the ruling on Monday we're we're still kind of walking through you know everything and, and how it is all going to work obviously it was a, a significant step that they took in in addressing the issue that happened you know in the big picture it's it's really a you know a small group when you look at it you know for us talking about our men's women's tennis program our baseball program uh, our outdoor uh, men's women's track programs our rowing program and so it's not a, a not for all of our programs. It's not for our, our winter sport programs, uh, but they did take a step to address uh, uh, what happened this spring uh, with uh, with college athletics on, on Monday night, and we're still kind of walking through it and kind of putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Like I know that we're you know still far away from uh, the fall and football season, but you know of course it's April, so people are starting to bring stuff up when it comes down to to the football stuff. Obviously, spring was done. You didn't have much to do with that. Are there conversations being had? You know. Uh, maybe not with the NCAA, but at least in the ACC about what might happen, what might happen with the timeline if we have to push stuff off, can we get a full season in? Is there conversations going on about canceling the season yet? Like, it's so weird that pundits are coming out and talking about it, yet I haven't heard athletic directors of the NCAA talk about it yet. I mean, there hasn't been talks. That, I mean, no, there hasn't been any talks that I've been a part of about canceling the season. I think, Zach, the thing I would look at is if, if we had this call on March 3rd and the three of us were thinking of what's the craziest things we can come up that with that would happen if this coronavirus were to really impact the United States and, and Florida, I don't think we would have got to the point where we are. And so I think it, uh, given that we have five months away from the season, I think it's too early to say this is going to happen or this needs to happen or all these different types of things. You know, right now, we're, we're committed to doing everything that we need to do as a 
part of this community to help bring an end to this pandemic, and that's, you know, supporting our, our student-athletes. And with that said, to answer your question, are, are we talking potential scenarios? Yeah, we got to look at it from a budget impact of, you know, here's some different ideas or different dates that we potentially should think about if, if we're not back to normal operations by then. Manny and I have talked about what would it look like if we started fall camp right on time to if we had to push fall camp up to, you know, I even have, have had conversations with colleagues around the country that, you know, we talked about, you know, what if we move the football season out? The thing I would share is everyone I've talked with, you know, is committed to, you know, having our, 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 our sports be back on as soon as possible. But most importantly right now, I think everyone's focused on doing our part to bring an end to this pandemic. Hey, Blake, can I can I get back to the eligibility thing uh, for a uh-huh. year? Thing thing I didn't understand and uh, made me help me out. So, because so, I'm guessing if you tell a lot of those sports like, hey, you didn't get to play your spring sports, so you get another year of eligibility, we're going to have you back. Do you have to pick up? Is it like they'll be on full scholarship or will they still be? I, I know baseball's partial scholarships. How will that work? You got to pick up room and board. You got to pick up the whole you pick up the whole deal how will it work so it's permissive legislation and so the, the two things that the NCA said on, on Monday night is is one for seniors there is the ability of NCA institutions to extend beyond what the NCA maximum limits are and so up to the, the amount that that senior would have had so if you have a senior on on half a scholarship this year uh, the NCA would say there's the ability for that senior to be on half a scholarship next year and for that not to count in the limits. So if you look at a sport like uh, you brought up baseball, say baseball, baseball has an NCAA maximum limit of 11.7. So if we had a senior under the new NCAA guidelines, the NCAA would say that you could be 0.5 above that 11.7, which uh, would move you uh, 12 to 12.2. For everyone else, you still have to be within that 11.7. The, the only exception the, the senior or the NCA made was for seniors, so it would be for one year that you would see some schools beyond what the NCA maxim, maximums are, but again, only for those specific seniors. So if a senior were to leave and transfer, they can't take that, that ability to go over the limit uh, to another school, or if that senior decides they want to go on to play professional baseball, if they right. want to go to a job that they have, if, if they're just done, you don't get to keep that spot either. It's just for that one individual at that institution and only at the senior level. It's not for the remaining uh, you know, underclassmen on the team. I bring this up to you too. Um, I was just thinking about this. Uh, we had a bloodbath at Intercom yesterday with uh, pay cuts, layoffs, furloughs, which a lot of companies are going through. It hit us uh, and if people are still working, I think a lot of them were asked to take pay cuts. I'm not talking on behalf of everybody, but uh, I think a lot. Is that something you have to consider? Some of that stuff? Without getting into specifics is that something could happen as well for you guys joe i think the thing i would 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 share with with all listeners and again credit to the great leadership team we have at the university i've said this uh you know a number of times throughout this entire process you know starting with with dr frank in in his role and and carrying over to the the leadership the senior leadership that we have it's been a real blessing uh, for me and for our our students and our our department to be able to to work with a group that is is experienced in, in not necessarily ex- handling pandemics, but handling yeah. major emergency type situations, obviously given a location with Hurricane. On Wednesday night, uh, again, to his credit, Dr. Frank held a town hall meeting. And, and that's obviously a question that you, you, you know your employees are, are all asking. Uh, you, right. As you said, you hear about it around the country and you see it happening in our community. And you know, one of the things that Dr. Frank made very clear on, on Wednesday in his town hall meeting is his priority is, is keeping in place all the current employees that we have and not to have, to have layoffs and, and furloughs. Now, that can mean you're making sacrifices in other areas, and, and those are right. things that we'll look at and we'll continue to address. But uh, it just 
you know, I guess I'll say thrilled to uh, have that conversation with him oh, in advance great. of this town hall meeting to know where he's at. Because as, as you guys know, those are horrible conversations to have. And, and at this uh, time when everyone's facing, you know, such a challenge, you know, to know the university is, is doing everything they can to make sure that uh, the employees we have at, at the university continue to have jobs just, I think, says a lot about the, the great leadership that we have and, and really the great family that uh, able to be a part of at the University of Miami. Man, that's great. That is really great. To, uh, you know, we don't know this president very, very well, Blake. Uh, a, a lot different than Donna Shalala, obviously, in their styles and stuff. Uh, we don't know him that well, but that's great news. I, I, I mean that. that that's fantastic. Uh, the other thing is lost revenue uh, from the NCAA basketball tournament. I, I, help me out on, I don't know if you can talk numbers or not. What, what kind of financial hit is that for the ACC in general or, or for you guys specifically? Yeah, so the, the lost revenue on the, on the men's basketball tournament from the NCAA ends up being about uh, $2.3 million um, oh. for each a- ACC institution. Oof. So obviously that's a that's a significant hit. And, um, you know, again, again, credit to, you know, our, our ACC uh, conference leadership. They're working on, as we all are, working on what are the savings that we're going to have uh, for our fiscal, you know, for our fiscal year and, and looking at helping the schools um, ease that pain because that's something that uh, we had all wrote in the, you know, guaranteed revenue line. Again, going back to my conversation earlier, I, I don't think on, on March 3rd, if we would have come up with the crazy ideas of what this is going to mean, we would have come up with canceling the uh, NCAA basketball tournament altogether. And so that's a situation that uh, is part of what we're dealing with right now. And uh, and uh, again, we'll make the best of of, of, <laughs> of what happens. And uh, and again, appreciate that our conference leadership is, is working with the conference budget to try to ease that pain for each institution. Like, I, I want to tell you, I do enjoy when we talk ACC network money that could be there for you. So those are much more enjoyable conversations <laughs> to have than to have yeah. to have some of this downer stuff that I'm hitting you with. I'm going to have you so depressed, you're going to call your wife like, next time Joe Rose and Zach want me to come on, just tell me no because they're frigging bringing me down right now. And by the way, Blake, we're going to do everything we can to get. I don't know a lot. But I know the NCAA and the Power Five conferences are looking at each other. You guys must be going, look, I don't know how many of these sports we're going to get in. We're going to get that damn football season in. <laughs> that thing is going to happen. Well, so that, you know, Joe, I, I would say that. I mean, I don't think it's a secret to anyone out there. Football allows us to do so much for so many of our, our programs. And the revenue that we generate is, is, is really driven by football. I would say on an annual basis, we're talking 75 to 80, you know, 75 to 80% of our revenue comes, you know, in directly or directly right. uh, through things we're able to do with, with football from fundraising to ticket sales to TV revenue to, as, as you touched on, you know, network distribution to the, you know, the college football championship and the bowls and everything that goes along with that. And so my plan and, and my belief is, is we're going to play a football season uh, next year. You know, my hope is that we are on the, the schedule that we have scheduled right now. I, I hope everyone does their part to bring an end to this, this pandemic and, and that we're able to get to that point. You know, with that said, if, if someone said to me, uh, you have to start football season in October, November, December, January, February, whatever it is to get in next year. You know, I think that's something that want to do and 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 want to have in place. Obviously, we get tremendous support and passion for all of our all of our sports programs, and I know people bleed orange and green for every single one of them. But as, as you guys well know, hurricane football is an important part of this community. And I think bringing everyone back and, and getting people excited after yeah, we're all done doing our part to bring an end to this pandemic, I don't think anything would be better than to see Hard Rock Stadium rocking with the, the orange and green and rocky like a hurricane and in the air tonight and all that going and getting ready to see the guys run out there and do their part. I know our guys will be excited to do it. And I know the community is excited to be there. And you know, we're just looking forward to uh, when that day comes and we can get, get the whistles blown and the, uh, 
competitions going again. And, uh, you know, until then, we'll do our part. Blake, I know you've been, you know, obviously around that campus for a while now. How eerie is it when you do have to go into the office here or there seeing basically no one on that campus? Uh, I, I'm just thinking about, you know, when I drive around, I hardly see anybody. And I'm only guessing that the coronavirus has finally helped out the traffic on US-1 at this point, because otherwise there's no helping that traffic out. Yeah, that, that's the only positive I'd see on all this. Uh, my drive <laughs> right. into the office and my drive home at night is, is a piece of cake. I was uh, joking with a colleague that I used to work with when I was at the University of Maine that I think I have less traffic going to the office now in Coral Gables than I did when I drove to my office at, at the University of Maine in Orono. So it, it is. It's, it's just a, it's a strange sight. I think one of the great things about my job is you have young people who are at the driving to be at the, the peak of everything they do around you every day, and it keeps you, you know, feeling young and energized. And, and just to see them doing competing in the sport they love and, and training and doing all those things, I think brings an energy. And to go to the office right now, it's just, uh, you know, it's dead. You know, one of our facilities people is usually there just to make sure everything's okay with the facilities, and they rotate through and, and myself, and that's it. It's, uh, like I said, it, it's something that uh, I recognize. That's our part. And, and again, I would encourage you know everyone listening and, and all Hurricane fans, you know, let's. Uh, let's heed the advice of you know of, of our leadership and stay at home when at all possible and practice you know social distancing and, and obviously you know sanitary protocol and, and do all the things that we can do to bring an end to this because yeah going into the office right now just isn't uh, you know it's it's not as much fun and as energizing as it is when when we have our, our young people there and, and competing and, and doing all the things they do and, and just the energy it brings to the campus again you see a slowdown in the summer you know every year when people go away we probably don't see it as much in athletics because a lot of our kids will stay and, and train year round. But just to have that that emptiness right now is something we miss. But we recognize it's it's part of the uh, part of the process, and uh, you know we're we're all bought in. You know, from our coaches to our students to our staff, uh, you know, and doing our part to bring an end to this. Blake, thank you, man. It's a crazy time for for everybody. We were thinking about you, and uh, just wanted to get caught up with you. So we do appreciate you coming on, man. Stay safe. Stay home on Easter Sunday and uh, and relax with your family. No, I appreciate the coverage as always, guys. Great to talk with you. And you guys uh, stay safe and healthy. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, getting everyone back out there watching practices and games and, and talking about all the things that should have happened. And, and I'm sure I'll get uh, plenty of advice, Joe, and you'll have a lot of questions to ask me uh, down the road and why I didn't do something. And, uh, you know, I look forward <laughs> to those days again. <laughs> I'm going to fool you. And I'm going to call you one day and just have all positive stuff, I swear, going, hey, positive <laughs> Joe says he's got all positive stuff, Blake, going on the show. That would be great. Thank you, buddy. Zach, write, write, Zach, write this down for me because I want to know when I, I am. cash that card. I am. I'm, let me tell you something. He leaves you a voicemail. You better send that right to me on the cell phone because I'm going to need that audio. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. You guys stay, <laughs> all right. stay safe. The coronavirus may kind of have your sports world turned upside down and a little bit nervous, but just hearing Blake James talk, doesn't it kind of just calm you and soothe you and say, wow, you know, we really don't know, but this guy seems like he is in control. And if there's anybody I want, captain in the ship, it is he. So maybe you felt a little bit better as I did after hearing that interview. Now that you're calm, serene, all that's about to go away. Because up next, the Dan Levitard Show. They drop in on Rex Ryan and some controversial things he has said. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Back at you on the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I promise you I'll be doing some fun stuff this weekend. Not dangerous fun stuff, but fun stuff nonetheless. Ooh, yeah. So follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. And always listen to Dan Levitard weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. They're making it happen. They have a 
ton of people on that show. They're in a ton of different locations, but they're still getting it done. And that's what they did earlier today. They dropped in on former coach Rex Ryan. He had a little something to say about the Cowboys, Omari Cooper. Then there was some turd bashing. And then sports radio. They believe on the Dan Lebitard show they should be playing nice during this pandemic. Somebody from ESPN, like a Christian being thrown to a lion in the old days, is going to be thrown out on to get up to say a thing that the rest of the shows can talk about, preferably about football. That's uh, that's usually the way to go. And today, Rex Ryan was the guy who got thrown in to get up <laughs> to give us the thing we needed to talk about. And here's Rex Ryan on Get Up talking about Amari Cooper. I wouldn't have paid this guy. To me, this is the biggest disappearing act in the National Football League. He doesn't show up on the road. He doesn't show up against, when the competition's good, when he's against the top corners, that guy disappears. And to me, he reminds me, it's only one time in recent memory on elite receivers and disappearing acts like Amari Cooper. That was a kid that the Raiders had a few years ago. Oh, that's right. That was Amari Cooper. This is who he is. And Dan, he doesn't love football. Hell with it. He stops his routes. He does all this. I wouldn't have paid this turd. No way in hell. All right. So there it is. There's your money. Uh, there's your money sentence at the end. I'm pretty sure at the end, there was also a, uh, a bang table of some sort. Somebody hit a table or something after the word turd. I wouldn't have paid this turd, is what Rex Ryan just said. When you call someone a turd, Dan, you got to bang the table. That's just the way you do it. So good job by Rex. Terrible take, but good job by Rex. Well, also, uh, terrible timing by you. You banged the table before you said turd for some reason. Like, you you want to try it again? That guy's a turd. All right. You're doing it right on the turd. Uh, I, I I would say that generally speaking, and, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going out on a limb on this, that on ESPN's airwaves, we probably shouldn't be calling anyone a turd. We shouldn't probably, we, should, we probably shouldn't, not a- anyone. No, because this, I understand the sports radio is built upon the athlete has done this. He's a trash can. He's a piece of garbage, blah, 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 blah. I would say garbage Shouldn't be in play either for other human beings, but I understand it. Turd, we got to eliminate from the lexicon. Somebody's <laughs> got to pull Rex aside and say, don't do, don't do that on television. If you want to do that in private with your brother when you guys are riding around with pizza boxes in the car, peeing into jugs of empty milk gallons, that's okay, but just don't do it. Don't do it on air. I think I know what's going on with me, Dan, because we're all, you know, we're all equal now. Okay. There are guys on the playing field and I'm not watching them. We're all relatable now. I mean, Tony Baselli, who's going to join us today, he tested positive for the coronavirus. I spoke to him. It brought him to his knees. That's what he said. Direct quote. It brought me to my knees. And so I don't want to rip the guy. Like Amari Cooper is sitting at home. He is quarantined. He has GMs, random, nameless GMs calling him overrated. He's got Rex Ryan calling him a turd. I don't want to rip the guy who's at home, quarantined, hanging out with his family, just trying to get through this mess like the rest of us. And I certainly don't want to rip a guy who may or may not test positive and be sick in a couple of days. That ain't going to be me. I just, I don't want to do it. So when we're all in an even playing field, I tend not to, uh, not to rip anyone. When we get back to playing games, I'll rip everyone. I mean, that's that's the theory I'm going with here. All right. Well, so when you've got money on the games and people disappoint you, then you will shred them on air like the objective journalist you are and teacher of Ernie Johnson's broadcast class for journalism students. Uh, you will rip athletes when they harm your fantasy team. What are the rules? Your fantasy team or your gambling money? Those are the two big ones, right? 
Yeah, those are the uh, those are the two. They're the only two. I mean, that's it. <laughs> okay, that's the list. That's the entirety of the list. Uh, the thing that we're not understanding here as a group, though, Stugatz, is I get what you're doing. This restraint. We were all confused when you were talking about the idea of people are being too mean to Amari Cooper. Everyone, you were pumping the brakes on being mean to athletes. You were pumping the brakes, really, Stugatz. It's stunning. <laughs> it's one of the most stunning things during the pandemic. You were pumping the brakes on. On guy is overrated. That's basically what you were saying. Now, Rex Ryan's language got a little too, uh, calling him a turd is unnecessary, right. but that's what he's saying. All he's saying is guy's overrated. I wouldn't have paid him. You've gone full crazy if that's something that you're not going to believe in. We've got to eliminate this pandemic just for that reason. If no others to God, the, the, I, what do you mean we can't call somebody overrated? Who are you? I, I don't know. Dan, hashtag COVID-19. I mean, listen. Uh, we are all in this together, and I feel like we should be trying to lift each other up and not sit at home and calling each other turds. I mean, out of that. Okay? okay, there it is. That's it. That's a that's a victory for America right there. We haven't done a whole lot right around this, headed up to now, but right there is the victory for America. Oh, for a little while, sports radio will lighten up the language and uh, be a little easier on calling guys overrated turds. Of all people, sports radio needs to be nice. Stugatz. Somebody must have paid him to say that. Up next, Hawk and Crowder. They don't pay Jay Fig to watch movies. And you'll hear why. This is the best of the Joe Show. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am at Dan Day and a sensation sweeping the nation. Me not being on the Hawk and Crowder Show. No, I'm kidding. Taking a short break, kind of shorthanded here at the radio station. I've been working mornings, which means instead of going to bed at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm getting up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. <sighs> but hey, doing what we have to do sooner or later, kind of like this virus. When it all passes, I'll be back with Hawk, Crowder, Solana, and the team having a good time. But the sensation that's really sweeping the nation, I don't want to hear the bad joke that you're thinking in your head. No, Jay Fig's classic movie reviews. We pull Jay Fig in a room. Jay Fig, sheltered, sheltered, not worldly, not one of these people like me that when they were 14 years old was meeting with diplomats and running the streets of Bangkok or wherever I was doing when I was 14 years old, living it up, being crazy, being wild. No, 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 no. A little more sheltered. Hawk will explain all that. So many classic movies she has never seen, not only never seen, Never heard of. So when she views them, it's actually kind of refreshing because she doesn't view it as, oh, this is a classic, or oh, I've heard about this, or oh, like the first time I saw Blade Runner, like, oh my God, I've heard a ton of things. They say it's right up my alley. It's great. No, she just views it with a blank slate. And it's interesting. As she reviews it, you don't know if she likes it, if she doesn't like it. I don't know what her numbering system is based on because she'll say she loves something and then give it a low number. Then if she hates something, she'll still give it a hot. It's very confusing. So you're going to be confused. First, we celebrate, though, on the Hawk and Crowder show, the Egg McMuffin. Then Jay Fig gives us her movie review on Caddyshack. Figure it out. And then she gets her movie homework. On this day in 1975, McDonald's released the Egg McMuffin. Delicious. That, to me, is the perfect beginning of any sports radio segment. I defy any sports radio show in America 
to have a better opening segment, opening lines, two lines to a segment than that. In fact, I would submit you could go back to the history of first take, get up, any national show, and the, the first two lines of a segment without any context whatsoever, on this date in 1975, McDonald's debuted the Egg McMuffin, and then the co-host just says, delicious. <laughs> Marconi. In fact, it's, it's one of Marconi, baby. Give us that Marconi. It's kind of why we uh, do these movie reviews. There's a few reasons that we do these movie reviews with Jay Fig. So I'll give everybody a little uh, background here. Um, and by the way, a lot of people working, Crowder and I are working from home, obviously. And if you are new to working at home, there's many ways to listen to 790 The Ticket. We've got you covered. You can, uh, if you have an Alexa or a Google Home, just ask it to play 790 The Ticket, and then uh, it'll start playing for you. You can always download the radio.com app and then make 790 The Ticket your favorite station. It'll be there for you every time you log on. Or you can go to theticketmiami.com, click the Listen Live button, and you will be able to hear us. Jay Fig. So we have a, a cast of characters on this show, me, Crowder, Solana, and then we've got Dan Day and Jay Fig, who help out on the show. Dan Day has been absent for a while because he's working on the morning shows. Jay Fig is back with us in studio, and we're thrilled to, to have her back. But one of the things that we have been doing for the last few weeks as people are home and looking for things to do is we've been assigning Jay Fig movies to watch. She's 26 years old. She is not, and this is not a uh, a slam on her, is it, Crowder? If I say she's not worldly. Yes, it is. We go back and forth with this. That's not flattering. If it's All right, not well, flattering, bring, bring her on. It's is she is she, somebody. Is she right there, here. Solana? Okay. Do you find that to be um do you find that to be a criticism of you if I say you're not worldly? No, I don't really actually care. I mean, I'm more of a music person, so me sitting down to watch a movie or watch a TV show, it takes a lot, so it's right. All right I, it's to just say it. like her you've got other interests than movies yeah. and 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 I, I you know, like I, I don't know. Do you do you read a lot of books? My guess is no. The do last you read time a lot I of read books? A book I think was college high school right and and my guess is you're you you do not read many newspapers online no i mean back in my old job i used to watch i mean i used to read a lot of articles online that's okay about it. For and, my job, and I, really. i'm just i'm just trying to paint a little a little picture here no. everybody come to, come to your I own do things with purpose that's what is it there is. a tv is there a tv in your room there's a television <laughs> in my room it's not that big because i really don't watch it that's why. Oh, okay. Okay. So what do you like what do you do in the room? You have a guitar, do you strum the guitar? I have two guitars actually. Uh-huh. And I haven't really picked it up since my last lesson, so, so All right. What I, th- I'm just trying so I, I song right. I song right. Well what do you do then? Like you have a TV, you don't use it. You have a guitar, you don't I play use it, it to go to sleep. Like what 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 is it? What do you what do you own that you actually still use? Just like give it give it <laughs> My speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, give, yeah, a, like, <laughs> give us a give us a quick overview of your day. Like what yes, happens? Yes, yes. Really? And you live with your you live with your parents. We're just curious because to me this gives a little more context to your movie reviews. I like going outside. I like um, playing with my dog. I'm not really home all the time. I'm always working or I'm at a concert or something. We know this. But like, okay. But J Fig, what you just said, I understand it too. So that's like 40 minutes. You know, go outside, play with your dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then what? Like, what after that? Well, I've taken up exercising now and, and taking walks outside. Um, I mean, admittedly, when she when the radio station was at full throttle and the economy was at full throttle, she was at the station, you know, five days a week, maybe six, seven days sometimes yeah. uh, doing a lot of work. But but during this time, you're 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 self-quarantined, you're at home and whatnot. So anyway, the, the, the whole idea was we're going to assign Jay Fig some movies to watch and she'll report back to us every day because I find it interesting to hear uh, a person who's 26 years old, um, you know, half my age, watch a movie that I consider to be a classic or for Crowder who's 10 years older than her, watch a movie that he thinks everyone knows and loves, right? Like, I mean, there's yes. certain movies where you just you just assume everyone knows and loves them and then you find out that, well, maybe it doesn't play <laughs> as well for someone who like doesn't me. have, yeah, that is the same interest or whatever. And, and the genesis of this was a YouTube review that we played once on the air. I don't know why YouTube <laughs> reviewers get to be as popular as they do. This guy is my absolute favorite. Uh, he went and uh, reviewed the funnel cake fries at Burger King, and the review was just stellar. In my, I, I understand why <laughs> this guy has millions of viewers, because listen to this review of funnel cake fries, and just when you think it's heading in a certain direction, he drops the hammer. I got this like an hour ago, so if, it's, if it doesn't taste completely hot, then I don't know, but... It's the new funnel cake fries. See, let me take a bite here. And I got a like, white filling. I'm not gonna lie, I think it's all right. Not the best. You know, it just tastes like regular funnel cake, but like very fast foody. Like, it's all right. It could be way, way better. But you know what? I'll give it a good review. Because it's, it's all right. You know, it's not completely horrible. If I had to rate it out of 100, I'd say a three out of 100. I wouldn't say this is actually that good. <laughs> Right, interesting. He he gives you a whole bunch of reasons why it's good, and then at the end he drops the hammer. Three out of a hundred, it's not actually that good. It's just, and so we figured Jay, <laughs> we figured Jay Fig would be able to replicate some of that magic, and she has, to be quite honest. She uh, she reviewed yesterday, so she watches the movie. We 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 all give her suggestions, and then that night she'll watch the movie, and then she posts the review on Instagram. And yesterday, what was it yesterday? It I was, watched the um, Caddyshack. No, no, no. Yesterday, Jerry though, the, Maguire. The one, oh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, yeah. and didn't like it. Did, it was so shocking to me. It was Crowder's <laughs> suggestion? It was she cringy. Didn't, it, but how is Jerry Maguire cringy? But regardless, that, that that's what happens with her reviews. You just you're, you think it's going to head one way. So I suggested yesterday. Do you remember what you suggested, Crowder? Green no. Mile. Green Mile. Green Mile. Yes. Green Mile. And do you remember what you suggested, uh, Solana? Yeah, Drew Barrymore's best film, Fever Pitch. Right. right. <laughs> of course she'd Pitch. seen Of course she'd seen that already. <laughs> so she took my suggestion. God bless her for taking it. Caddyshack. Now, twice she has referred to it as the Caddyshack, which is making me... <laughs> It's making me scream inside. And even on her Instagram review, which is now posted. The thing is, I knew you were going to say that, too. That's why I left about, it there. On the Instagram review, she talks about watching The Caddyshack last <laughs> night. So I am, I'm just, I'm screaming with joy and happiness. Now, if you want to watch her review, you go follow her on Instagram. It's Fig Radio, the letter J-F-I-G Radio. And trust me, her Instagram <laughs> is easily three out of a hundred. You will enjoy it. 
You will have the time of your life. No, but honestly, follow her on Instagram because she's a great sport and she posts the reviews every day. She's just posted her Caddyshack review, JFig Radio. So go ahead. What did you give the Caddyshack? Well, before I get into that, I want to let the listeners know that in my highlight section, I have past reviews from other movies if they want to see it. Oh, excellent. All right. So yes. this can be a thing where it, almost like the new Rotten Tomatoes is JFig Radio. before. Right before 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 you yeah we're gonna call the you rotten, rotten apple. potatoes the rotten apple. no we'll call you rotten potatoes why not <laughs> it fits with the show and it'll be perfect so uh, in her highlights you can see the old reviews go ahead what did you give caddy the the caddy shack the caddy shack got a seven out of ten <laughs> seven out of ten wow. the yeah. caddy shack what uh, so what did you uh, what did you think it was awful no I'm kidding um I thought it was it was funny. It was enjoyable. It was a little weird at first when I saw the the like just the, the beginning really the mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I'd be nervous. You, are here. you familiar? Like yesterday, I asked you if you if you knew who Chevy Chase was. You said no. No, now that but you've now seen the I movie, know do you who recognize him. Yes, I've recognized people. And then my favorite one was Rodney, though. Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, excellent yeah. in he that was movie. Amazing. Now for me and Gino Toretta and people my age, Caddyshack is a ten out of ten. I mean, easy ten out of ten. But that you is a can't legendary really give it a ten movie. out of ten. I feel like it's so dated, though. It's no, funny. That's fine. It's you're, cool. you're the reviewer. You're the reviewer. I, if you want to give it a three out of a hundred, you give it I'm a three out of a hundred. Um, so we're gonna give you some suggestions for movies today i am going to start with now i don't know if you've seen this or not have you seen field of dreams i am not sure okay it's uh it's a baseball movie with kevin costner and james earl jones ring a bell (laughs) if you build it they will come anything nothing baseball baseball (laughs) okay all right no, no, I have not seen. Didn't that you go to? Didn't you go to sleep watching Training Day? There's no chance you're gonna stay up and watch Field of Dreams. Huh? But but she's a sports fan though, and and she's got a um a good relationship with your dad, right? I mean, this is all yes. about dad and and like like this is a this to me is probably the greatest baseball movie ever made. But it's more than just baseball. So I'm assigning you Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner. You will love this movie. This one's at least a five out of a hundred. The <laughs> Field of Dreams. <laughs> Write that down. The Field of Dreams. <laughs> Crowder, what are you suggesting for J Fig today? House party. Kid and play. Look. You ever seen that J Fig? That sounds fake. No, 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 no. House, that's a no, real movie. It's like four. It, it's four of them now, but just watch the first one. Watch the original House do, do Party. You know, do you know Kid and Play? Have you heard of them? No. Okay. The I mean, they're a rap, uh, a rap duo yeah. from the, the 90s, probably. The guy has a real, real big high top, like a foot and a half tall high top. He's light skinned. His buddy's dark skin. No, no, not, no. Bells. I'm actually um, on Google and I'm looking at it. No. Kid and play like kid and play. Anyway, the movie's called House Party. It's a great, it's a great movie. That's a legendary movie. And it's three years before I was born. Good job. No, understood. That's why we're assigning it to you. So, all right, I have assigned to you the Field of Dreams. Crowder has assigned the House Party. And uh, Solana, what are you going to assign for Jay Fig? As the resident sports rom com expert here on the show, I'm going to oh, give God. you I'm really trying to work that. Huh? Trying to work that. Jay Fig, I'm going to give you a classic sports rom com. I know Crowder loves this movie, Drumline. I don't like Drumline. Stop that giving movie me Drumline. That movie is so bad. I, I 
would have walked out of the theater that night. My wife and I saw that in the theater. <laughs> oh, is that movie garbage. Classic. All right. There's your uh, three suggestions. Uh, you'll probably love it. it. You'll probably love it, J-Fig. All right. Here are your three <laughs> suggestions. The Field of Dreams, The House Party, and The Drumline. <laughs> So one of those you'll watch and I am tonight. The J Fig. The J Fig, ladies and gentlemen. Watch her review of the Caddyshack. It's on her Instagram account, J Fig Radio. J F I G Radio. Thank you, J Fig. Maybe we'll talk to you throughout the program since you're there, and we'll definitely check in tomorrow. Thank you, J Fig. Bye. Bye. There you go, J Fig. A movie recommendation as usual. Eh? JFig does it again. Remember to follow her on Instagram, watch her reviews, listen in on Hawk and Crowder. I don't know what she's going to say about these movies, but most of the time, even in the hallways, when I saw her the other day, she just was like, oh my God, Jerry Maguire, cringeworthy, the worst. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you serious? I, okay. The, I, and, and then like she loved, no, no, we're not getting into that. That's my girl, J-Fig right there, Hawk and Crowder. Those are my dude-dudes right there, missing them so much, but doing what we have to do during this outbreak and pandemic. Hopefully you do what you have to do this weekend, social distancing as best as possible. I am going to be living it up. Like I said, somewhat responsibly living it up. Not going to put anybody else in harm's way. Hopefully not going to put myself in too much harm's way. I'm talking about just with my life and my mental state. We'll be back Monday with the best of the Joe show later slug odyssey celebrates mother's day brought to you by t-mobile you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g network